When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Barney, this uh, next part of the show is very exciting. We've already had a guest on, but I've been trying to any way I can get anyone from Newcastle into this show, as mm. you've probably noticed. Um, and this is very exciting because, you know, today, today, so one month exactly to the All-Stars game. Yeah, this is probably your second favourite game of the year, would you say? Well, what's my first? The grand final day. Oh, when Newcastle, when Newcastle win. Grand final. Well, last year it was the NRLW Mate, grand correct. final. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got, uh, well, he was the inaugural NRLW champion uh, coach for the Newcastle Knights, and he is the uh, head coach of the Indigenous All-Stars, Ronald Griffiths. Welcome to the Summer Run Home. Yeah, thanks, gents. Thanks for having me along. There's lots of lead-ins there. Was that fake drum roll or, 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 or the cake, mate? It was unreal. Uh, Ron, I'm a proud uh, Camilleroy man, so yama to you, brother. And, mate, congratulations on the appointment, Uh of the Indigenous All-Stars coach. When I heard that, I was absolutely stoked. No better person for the job, mate. How was it when you found out? Uh, yeah, yeah, my brother. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie Smith said to me, mate, just don't give Philby too much information. <laughs> 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 oh, I love the legend. Yes. Yeah, no, very surreal moment. Like, it's something that, you know, since I started coaching the inception of the game, it's something that I've always wanted to do. And uh, there's no greater achievement for a you know, for an Aboriginal coach, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander coach to, to, to represent our, our people over there, it's going to be fantastic. When did you find out? Who was it that gave you a call? Uh, Tamana Tahu. So I spoke with T and I'd sort of worked our way through the process. And I'd been with Laurie for the last two years and as, as an assistant. And Laurie actually, uh, you know, said to me the end after last year's game, you know, he said, I'm going to stand aside and he endorsed me to take the job over. But the, uh, the NRL went through a process, an interview process. And, uh, yeah, I come out the other side as the, the top candidate, you know, that's what a couple of uh, couple hundred bucks will do for you. No, just joking. <laughs> I'm the top candidate. Um, yeah, you got the job. So, yeah, really proud moment. Mate, just we were just chatting in the, in the studio beforehand. We just got a question around how is the – because the All-Star game used to be picked through the fans. Is that still the case or do you get to pick the squad yourself? Yeah, no, pick the squad ourselves. Yeah, it was initially picked through the fans and that was, you know, that was their way of, of having them buy in. Um, but, you know, the game's so big now, it's just, it's viewed as a representative game. So, yeah, the, the staff actually, or the, the co- coach and the assistant coach picked the, the side now, which we've been sort of feverishly working away, working with the clubs and different players to see, you know, checking their availability and, and working on a squad. Mate, now I'm assuming on the rundown uh, for coaching, at the very top, you're going to have, the, the first thing you say to the players is, fellas, please don't hurt Kalen Ponga. Uh, obviously being a Newcastle Knights coach in and around. I know you're the, the women's uh, coach, but you wouldn't want Kalen Hurd either, right? Let's, let's hopefully he comes out of this game unscathed. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think that's, you know, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You know, you don't want to see players get hurt. Um, yeah, so I'm sure KP will be in their side. But if Adam's not listening, boys, take him out. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, this year, uh, for the first time, the game's going to be played in Rotorua over, uh, well, uh, over on their home turf. Uh, how do you think that's going to impact your preparations, mate? 
Uh, I don't think it'll impact them at all. I think what it does is just uh, it challenges us to make sure we're extremely well prepared. We get a couple of days in Sydney prior to that. We're going to do some some cultural stuff and different things out in community so that you know we feel like we've ticked off what's required and we go over culturally strong. I think I think it'll actually galvanise us a little bit. Um, I think it'll be great for us to to understand that we're going over there into a foreign country and. Um, knowing that they're going to be for the, there for the first time playing, representing their people, they're going to be extremely strong. It's going to be a fearsome contest. So I think from that perspective, it'll actually galvanise our players a little bit. And now that you mentioned that you do pick the squad, are there any young fellas that we might not know from first grade? I, I remember from All-Star Games previously, there'd always be one or two kids in and around, you know, from Corey Knockouts or whatnot. Is there anyone that you've got on the radar to maybe give you know, and get in and around the camp? Oh, there, there is. There's definite. Like last year, we picked uh, Shaq Mitchell, who only had a trained trial with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now he's gone on and he's got a top 30 spot. So there are some young guys. You know, I spoke with one of the, the senior players this afternoon, Cody Walker, and he tossed up uh, Tyson Hodge, who's playing reserve grade at South Sydney. So those are the sort of players that, you know, um, with this sort of game, you know, you can you can look at and consider them for, for selection, you know. Um, so, yeah, there definitely is some players that we're, that we're looking at and might be a little bit left field that, that people may not consider. Mate, you've got Cody Walker you mentioned there. He's uh, apparently he's part of your coaching setup this year as well as playing. Yeah, he is. So if we look at the game at, you know, at the moment, um, you know, the NRL men's, there's no uh, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander assistant coaches. I was the last one at the West Tigers. Um, you know, Cody has aspirations moving forward of coaching, and I think a lot of other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players do, so we can use this game as a bit of a conduit or a vehicle to help them, you know, gain some skills and understand what it takes to coach at that level, the the innate planning and, um, you know, putting everything together for, for a week-long tour. So it'll give him some really good skills to, to go away with. And not only that, he's current in the game. He's, you know, he's one of the best attackers running around. So we'd be silly not to utilise him in that, that way anyway. Mate, let's move to the women's NRL grand final. Do yeah. you, how often do you watch it? Because I'm, I'm, I've cut back to maybe two, three a week. Um, um, <laughs> what about yourself? When's the last time you watch it? Let's be honest. Come on. Oh, <laughs> no, no, mate. I, I haven't watched it for a while. I will say that. I do see the highlights now and again. And I'll flick on them and have a look. But I, for me, it's so vivid still, the memory of it. So, you know, that's uh, always in my thought pattern and, um, you know, in, in all honesty, moving forward to, to next year, been thinking about that and planning and different things. But, yeah, if I, if I see it on, I'll certainly watch it. It's uh, first of its kind ever. It'll never be repeated in Newcastle. Mate, I love the little doco the Knights put together, which was a two-part series of like you and Berkey up in the up in the coaches' box, and just the way the team came together. I love the way that it, you know, uh, you spoke about this, and you spoke so well about the community in Newcastle itself and what it means to be a Newcastle player, regardless of your gender. Um, I love the way that you brought all the Indigenous uh, issues through and there was a lot of yeah. Um, yeah, and team building stuff and just, mate, yeah, I, 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 I reckon I cried. I definitely cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good, mate. You're not the only one. Yeah. Berkey messages me all the time. He goes, mate, I just watched that game again. I, I can't stop crying. <laughs> uh, how are the preparations going for um, this season coming? Yeah, just I'll digress a little bit and go yep. back to what you said, particularly around what it takes to be a Newcastle Knight. I think, you know, you'll know yourself, Phil. At the end of the day, if you're a Novacastrian supporter and all, all you want to see is your team put out a performance on the field that everyone can be proud of, non-stop effort, and I think you're winning. And that's all we set out to do last year and we achieved that. But um, and, I, and I hope that came through in, you know, all of our games, which I'm pretty sure it did in the documentary. But when you're talking about next year's preparation, it's been hampered a little bit by there's no CBA in place yet. So. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we can't sign any players. And 
it's okay for me. I'm a full-time staff member of the Newcastle Knights, but I've no doubt it's very, very frustrating for our players as it is us. Yeah, hundred percent. There'd be, um, you know, there'd be a lot of the players right now just going, okay, so where am I going? There's new clubs that have been formed. And at this point, yeah. they don't know if they've, they're going to be still living in Newcastle or they're going to be moving elsewhere. Um, bit of cra- yeah, crazy. Definitely. Yeah. And the other thing is too, that the new clubs, you know, they, they need time to prepare. I mean, I, I was there for, for one season only at Newcastle, the back end, but all the legwork had been done the season before. So I was fortunate, but these new clubs have got to hit the ground running. So um, you know, it's, it makes their job, you know, extremely hard. Mate, what about um, – and Leslie Smith has been in the great the great Newcastle centre, um, <laughs> involved in a bit of pathways action around the Newcastle Knights in general. What um, It's been a little while since we've seen, you know, a, a big group of Indigenous players come through um, from the Newcastle Knights. Like back in the day, we were very – you know, there was your Brett Grogan's and it was loads of them um, floating around. And yeah. Milton Tides and these kind of fellas that were – I loved watching them play. How's it looking in town? Yeah, good. No, it's really good. I mean, at the moment, I think there's – we had in consideration for our All-Stars, you know, there's probably seven seven players that we could have selected. And if I look through the pathways, there's a fair few there too. But I just think that um, we've also provided some opportunities for young blokes for training trials at the Knights. Um, and then if we look at our NRLW squad, there's probably eight, eight Indigenous players in that. So yeah. it's certainly strong. I mean, I mean, the big thing that our recruitment team and our club have done at the moment is just try to make sure that they've got back into the community and make sure that we grow up within Newcastle. Having Peter Parr return to the club, he's been really, really, really a strong advocate for the local people to be able to develop them first and foremost and then fill in the gaps around it. So, um, and we've had always had a strong history of Aboriginal players at the club and it's something that we're proud of and something that will keep um, no doubt growing. Mate. I love it. I really appreciate the fact that you've been on. Um, when do you get the boys together now? We'll have, we're a month out from the All-Stars game. When's the, what's the next point of call here? Yeah, we're, we're, so we've come up with a, a rough squad of 30 and we'll just start. That'll get narrowed down a little bit as we go because players are still, some of them are still in rehab groups. Some of them, um, you know, have been at the World Cup. So we've got to make sure they get the right sort of training under the belt before they go. And then um, Saturday, the 4th of, of February is when we actually get together. Uh, we'll do a lot of planning between now and then, but the 4th of February is when we'll go into community. Um, on the Sunday, we'll do, go and do some cultural stuff on country, then fly out to New Zealand, to Auckland on the Monday, then drive down to Rotorua from there. Mate, thanks so much for chatting with us. It's been unreal. I, lo- I always love having a chat with you. Um, Yalu, thanks for having a chat with us, brother. All good, all good, lads. They told me that you blokes were the funny blokes. I waited for something. There was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See you later. See you later. <laughs> Ronald Griffiths there, uh, the uh, coach of the Indigenous All-Stars and also a uh, very proud NRLW uh, Premiership coach uh, with the Newcastle Knights.